I am Senator Mubina Jaffer. Hello and welcome to this week's very important episode of Every Voice Counts. When I was first coming up with the name of this podcast, I thought a lot about it. I wanted the name to reflect my own experience, as well as the experiences of the countless people who have touched my life and lives of many others. Most recently, we have been hearing the voices of people who for far too long have been silenced in many conversations about Canada and our collective identities. We all know that the past year and a half has been unimaginably challenging. None of us imagines not being able to see our families, our friends, and our communities for so long. However, these challenges have not been the same for racialized people. We have heard about the plight of migrant workers who enable us to eat cheaper, fresh food at a tremendous cost to themselves. We rely on their labor for our fresh produce, and this reliance forces them into unsafe and unsanitary conditions amidst a raging pandemic. They too have been separated from their friends, families, and homes. As we slowly transition into our new normalcy, we realize how much has changed. For 153 years, July 1st has been reserved for Canada Day celebrations. This Canada Day, I have been reflecting on how much pain Canadians have gone through in the past year. As we begin to envision a return to normalcy, I remind you to think about all we have overcome. For over a year and a half, we have found our lives dictated by something completely out of our control. We have seen thousands of people die. We have seen children crying. We have seen parents trying to make sense of the most difficult situation they have ever endured. Through it all, we have one another. Even if we have not been able to feel it in person, we have felt love from our neighbors, our fellow people in Canada and across the world. We have been unified in the common experiences we are beginning to overcome. That said, we also have been faced with one of the harshest truths of our human existence. We have seen and heard from those whose daily lives are underpinned by systemic racism. Systemic racism has many parts. It begins at birth and it casts a shadow for the entirety of a racialized person's life. Still, we have seen hope. We have seen people who have stood up against racism in all its forms, regardless of the color of their skin. We have seen social norms, policies, and laws that mirror this commitment to true and fundamental change. However, we all know 
our work is far from done. The number of unmarked graves found of children who attended residential schools is now over 1,500. Over 1,500 children who never got to see their parents, siblings, grandparents, aunties, and uncles ever again. Over 1,500 children who never got to attend a real school with their friends. Over 1,500 children who never got to achieve the dreams they had for their futures. Their futures were stolen from them for no reason than that they were indigenous. This Canada Day, all across the country, people of all ages took to the streets. It was really remarkable as the sea of orange replaced the usual seas of red and white. The routine sounds of our national anthem and patriotic cheers were silenced by the inspirational wisdom and leadership of indigenous elders. Their traditional songs were sung. Their traditional dances were danced. All while racialized and non-racialized people alike watched with admiration, love, and respect. This year, like never before, we have begun to reckon with the discomfort of these realities of racism. We all felt the weight of a past and present which have long been ignored. My greatest hope is that we are marking a new era so that our future may not relive the same injustices. Every person in Canada has a vested interest in realizing a more just country. Every person in Canada has felt pain, fear, and anger over the past year and a half. So where do we go from here? We continue to listen, learn, and actively educate ourselves about the parts of history which have been intentionally left out of our textbooks. As a country, we need to continue centering an understanding of systemic racism in everything we do. We need to unlearn racist behaviors which have become normalized. When we speak about the future of our country should look, we have a responsibility to think carefully about all perspectives and ideas from all people, regardless of their race and identity. I know that all throughout history, change has never been comfortable, but we know that it has always been necessary. As we all, as Canadians, embark on this monumental journey of transformation, I encourage all my listeners to understand the significance of this journey and support this movement forward for our entire country as a whole. In closing, I wish to highlight 
the powerful words of Elder Claudette Comanda, who spoke in front of Parliament Hill, which remains on the unceded and unsurrendered, uh, surrendered Algonquin territory about the importance of collectivity. When one of us cry, we all cry. When one of us falls, we all fall. When one of us succeeds, we all succeed. Please continue to stay safe.